Joining us now on Hunkering Down with Peter Schorsch is a hunk of a man, Michael Williams. Of the that made me, made me very <laughs> comfortable, Peter. Thank you. The Florida Chamber Foundation. Michael, how are you? I'm great, man. How are you? You know you always make me laugh. And so if I'm going to do this podcast, it's as much to entertain me <laughs> as it is anything else. And so I want the audience to know that, yes, you have a martini dry wit um, that, that, that it, hopefully it comes through in this podcast. But you're also, um, I just find you to be one of the more, you're engaging on social media, but you're also right now, you've got your hands full because you've got a newborn at home too. I do, so, yeah. Tell us what you do and a little bit about yourself because, you know, the audience may not know who you are. Uh, sure. I am, this is Michael Williams. I work for the Florida Chamber Foundation. I head up our prosperity initiative here. Our main goal is to uh, deal with childhood poverty in the state and how the business community can get involved in finding solutions uh, for, for combating that issue here, uh, which is about to get a lot more interesting over the next, uh, next few months. Um, as you said, yes, I do have a newborn. I have two girls and I have a, a boy who was born uh, as, as Florida State was, was winning the ACC championship. So uh, he's, he's only known victory so far, which is a great thing. Um, you know, as, but yeah, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm kind of hands-on in this right now and trying to figure out how we're going to best, uh, best serve our state. I, I know part of the mission, I remember, I think it was there two years ago, it's about lifting uh, folks out of poverty, uh, about out of generational poverty. Um, I believe former Speaker Will Weatherford had a big role in launching this initiative. And, you know, he'll be somebody that we get onto the podcast. He's somebody that I talk to uh, fairly often. I, uh, as, I talk to, as I talk to you, I, I almost worry, geez, you're going to be you know, the, the initiative was basically created to help a very small number of people out of poverty. And I don't want to say that we're all going to be in poverty here or something like that. But can you hear me? Hey, sorry, Peter. My my Internet cut out there. Uh, you want yeah. to try and start over? I don't have an editing capacity here. So okay. on the Skype. So I'm going to just let Jay Caruso either clean it up or. You know, I, I was talking to a previous guest, Allison Avishan, and I said, hey, listen, this is not in the studio. This is just going to be rough. You're going to have kids in the background. We're all hunkering down. The phones are going to be ringing. You know, uh, the Amazon man or Amazon delivery person is going to be knocking on the door and throwing the package at your door so that you don't breathe on them. You know what? If we, we lost you for a second or, if, you know, the sound quality dropped. It's literally called hunkering down. Uh, you know, this is a podcast for, uh, you know, for the end of the, for end time. So if it, if there are a couple of glitches, you know what? So be it. Sounds good to me. When did, uh, when did coronavirus get real for you? Well, I mean, we started watching it pretty early on, especially with, you know, as my wife was pregnant and as, as our son Rocco was born, I think that was kind of where I started, you know, as a dad, my spidey senses kind of perked up a little bit more than maybe the, the general public. 
Sure. Um, but you know, as I've been, as we've been watching, as you, know, you kind of let your guard down when you see that wasn't really affecting young people all that much, and it was kind of more the older generations that need to be concerned, and you know, you know, so you have that kind of sigh of relief, and then you have the the secondary wave of wait a minute, I my parents are here, and I'm I was just with them, so am I, uh, you know, am I a, a danger to them? Do I need to, you know, hermetically seal myself away and in uh, in my bedroom closet what's the best way to do this and you know it's just finding that balance between you know continuing your your normal life and accepting that normal life is is a little different right now and that some Um, things are gonna have to change not to take it away from the serious but i i'm hearing your son's name spoken for the first time and i'm thinking to the scene from godfather 2 when michael leaves and Tom Hagen has to like instruct Rocco, and he's yeah. gonna. And he says Rocco, and he says it in that great um, Robert Duvall voice. And I'm just like, you know, you should just have that like saved for the rest of your life, and just you know, just have. So I don't have to. I don't have to yell at him. I just hit the hit the button on my phone, and the the sound clip plays, and he knows he's in trouble. Exactly. You got Bob yeah, Duvall raising your uh, your child. Um, I, you know, I know you also as 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 a man of faith. I think that that's something that you project a lot on your social media. Um, uh, I believe you are a, a pretty devout Catholic, as I was, and I still have a very deep sense of faith. Although, um, you know, I, I've I've definitely broken away from the church. I still go uh, to LCC to our church here, um, and I still follow the church very closely. Um, I got to tell you, I think one of the most poignant moments of the last week, I don't know if you saw it or not, was the Pope um, walking through the um, uh, through an abandoned Rome. And he was talking to a church where I think he was going to get a cross that had been um, like basically taken around 15th century Rome to ward Mm -hmm. off um, the uh, the the you know, the plague that you know, that basically took out 70% of Europe. Did you see that photo? I saw the photo. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And yeah, you know, people kind of call us, you know, cult worshipers are crazy. If you're, you know, Pope's going to get a, go across to, to bless people with, but it's only crazy, but doesn't work. So, you know, I'm all about that. I'll take uh, one, it. Of the, one of the things that's, you know, we didn't know until afterwards, after we had decided on his name, on Rocco's name, uh, you know, we had done some research on the saint that he's named after, but not a ton. And then when all this, when he was born, I went back and looked at, you know, kind of his, the, the entries they had for him. And he was a, he was around in the 1300s and he was um, a victim of the plague. And so, and he went around and, and you know, healed lots of people from the plague and, and, uh, you know, was eventually caught the plague himself and, and ended up dying from complications from that. So, you know, it's just one of those things where you, you make a decision months and months ago and all of a sudden it has a very real uh, uh, connotation with, with the current events going on all around you. So, Do you think that plague should be readdressed and renamed? <laughs> <laughs> Goat plague because it's the greatest of all time? And right. Like, I mean, it's basically like LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really – how can any of the plague live up to that kind of hype? Right. I mean, you're just, you know, like you look at like Spanish influenza and you're like, 
you kind of think of like when people tried to like, oh, he's the next Jordan. And you're just like, this is the next plague. And it's not. It turns out to be basically the Harold Miner of <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I just, as, as uh, trying to keep a lightheartedness about all this and, and watching things kind of, you know, devolve and people, you know, shooting each other over toilet paper rolls. You know, the, the, as as I'm looking at this, I'm as I'm I'm going the whole time. I'm thinking, man, this would be a great uh, prequel to uh, The Walking Dead, like to explain those thirty days right. where where Rick was asleep. Right. Ah, uh, you know, Michelle and I, and I'll probably say this a thousand times on this podcast because, um, you know, it's we've had this conversation. Like, I'm not gonna live in The Walking Dead. Like that just looks way like my grooming habits don't match up to the walking dead like like i would really smell and and i really like to shave and it's just like you know i see these fellas you know in these movies and i just don't want to do that and i know michelle has said that she doesn't want to do it so like if like i'm not bugging out like i remember and this is a good story is that when i first started talking to dean cannon i asked him uh this is like five or six years ago i'm like uh, sir, um, I've been told that like you're kind of like a, a, a prepper and that like you have like a like a, a place that you're going to bug out to. And I'm like, that's not true, is it? And he's like, I don't see what's funny about that. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And so like my my I'm not going to live in a world where uh, Dean Cannon's the emperor and Kirk Pepper is like wearing like a, a black leather mask and is like his horser. Like <laughs> giving the I'm thumbs good. up and thumbs down. Yeah. Like I'm good. I'm just gonna go to the Vinoy and like the zombies come and it's just like, ah, you know what? Here's my uh, last uh, martini. Okay. <laughs> this is I think this podcast, by the way, is definitely about me being able to release with some friends and talk because I just feel a little too isolated. Well, um, that's what we need right now. It's people are gonna what's the matter with him? Um, well, and the idea is I'm just going to keep popping these out. Like, I don't care if like 20 people listen to them. Um, we've already had Paul Bradshaw on and I think he'll be, you know, it'll be, a, he was a great listen. Actually, Allison Avishon was just on. Um, I think Gwen Graham is later, uh, slated for later. Chef Jones, I'm sure, you know, we'll be able to interrupt Matt Gates from posing in front of a camera and get him on. Um, Can but talk through the mask though? <laughs> one of the one of the things that we're asking everybody to do is uh, give us your recommendations. Uh, what are three movies, TVs, books, things to do, uh, video games, uh, hobbies? I don't care. Just I want to spread the wealth here. Allison had just pitch perfect. She's just like, well, there's there's a website where you can look at the manatees, and that's great because kids are – and I'm like, God, that she actually researched this. I didn't expect anybody to prep for this. Um, so do you have any recommendations for the audience? Yeah. I mean, I think people who don't have kids, you're pretty much set. Just go sit on the couch, rewatch the West wing and go about your day. Yeah. Um, you know, the rest of us who do have kids, this is, this is a moment of survival. This is, this is how society breaks down. You know, we, we, we see in tragedies where people's true colors come out and you see when you're at home with your, with your family for too long. Uh, you know, who's, who's, who, who you really love and who you are just tolerating. Um, you know, somebody posted a couple of days ago, they said, you know, this, this next nine month period, you're going to see a lot of babies who are born, who, you know, people were not ready to, 
that make that commitment and you're going to see a lot of relationships end where people were uh, were not really committed to begin with. So I think that's very true. But as far as how do you stay sane and how do you keep going? I think, I mean, obviously rewatching the West wing is probably the, the easiest way to, to move forward, but what's uh, your favorite episode? Uh, two cathedrals. It's uh, hard yeah. to beat. Of course. Of course. Um, you know, big big block of cheese day. That's also a nice one. But uh, let me throw in real quick in case people are looking for another podcast. I don't know if you've listened to it, but um, I haven't. But I know exactly what you're about to say. So the West Wing Weekly is like the gold standard of podcasts. It it basically Josh Molina and Ricky Hirschay uh, break down the po- uh, each episode, and it really it kind of just kept building up steam, and so. It was almost like the West Wing reunion that we all wanted, um, but we never got. I mean, the last episode had Sorkin on it and the whole cast. I mean, even some of the minor characters, but it it really, really talks. And there's a lot of Tommy Schlamy. There's a lot of Christopher uh, Nisiano and a lot of discussion about what went into probably the best produced television show of all time. Um, and so if I can make that recommendation that you just got me thinking about, but continue, please. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, like we were talking about with kids, it's, it's one thing is, you know, they, they'll be able to survive for a week on spring break. That's kind of where everybody's okay on. And then after that, when things, you know, as most of the schools here are now, they're, they're figuring out how to do distance learning for the next foreseeable future. It's going to get old really quick, especially for parents who, you know, I'm lucky that I'm married to. Uh, you know, my wife's a former educator and she uh, works for a children's publishing company. So we've got lots of resources and we've got lots of creativity flowing through her bones. But, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, this may not be their bag and they have relied on on other people to to take care of those things. And, you know, like like Allison said, finding those things that are out there, those resources where for parents to get ideas for even how do I make today interesting um, you know, I think the biggest thing is just get outside. Well, you know, does it, quarantine doesn't mean you have to, you know, go lock yourself in the closet. We just, we, we need to be, be careful, be responsible, but doesn't mean that life has to end and take care, take advantage of this to get some extra exercise or, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever can get you outside and, and get some fresh air and, and, uh, you know, a little bit of nature is nice and, uh, you know, making sure that we're, we're all, all ready for that. So that's what I would recommend. And, you know, podcasts, I think there's, there's you, if you have a, a niche of an interest, there's a podcast out there for you. Um, and you know, too much news is a bad thing at this point. I think we need something that it's a time to go get in those classics or go re rewatch those, you know, those, those games that, uh, you know, we missed as a kid or, you know, go back and watch the, the 93 national championship game or something like that, where, you know, something that we haven't seen in a long time. And remember, you know, especially as kids, things that were growing up, things that made us uh, joyful as we were growing up, things that made us happy revisiting those things and thinking, well, what made me so happy about this or, or seeing, you know, uh, seeing how those things maybe years later shaped you and you had no, no idea that they were so uh, formative. So, well, those are the wise words of a of a wise man and a new father. Uh, well, I mean, I know you've been a father for a little while now, but um, we appreciate you coming on, Michael. We want you and your family to 
you know, stay safe and be well. And we will, we hope to see you uh, again soon. And thank you for coming on today. Yeah, absolutely. If you need me, I'll be at the Benoit.